Welcome to the Tools They Use podcast, the ultimate personal productivity podcast covering the apps and tools to help you get things done, exploring the workflows, resources, and automation of successful individuals, and so much more. Now over to your host, Francesco D'Alessio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Tools They Use podcast. It is great to be back, uh, especially after episode one with Stefan. It was really, really great fun uh, to interview him and get some insights there. Um, If you're brand new to the Tools They Use podcast, welcome. This is a podcast dedicated to learning about what apps and tools that professionals use on a daily basis. And we dive into a range um, of interviews with individuals, uh, and uh, the, the range is, is really good. We have everything from designers to programmers. Talking about programmers, today we are very, very lucky to be joined by John Sonmez, who we will be interviewing about his programming background as well as his passion for helping programmers and developers with soft skills in terms of career progression. Now, John is the creator uh, behind Simple Programmer. This is something that he's moved on from since, but he still has a a pretty uh, big book (laughs) in terms of helping software developers to guide their career steps. And that book is called The Complete Software Developers Guide to Careers. And it's a pretty intricate book and it's available to buy on Amazon. So I'm very excited to be bringing John in today. Uh, The conversation was really, really interesting in terms of his habits, his routines to be a really successful individual. Now, just before we dive in, guys, uh, just a mention of our sponsor. Um, If you don't don't know yet, (laughs) Series 2 is being sponsored by SetApp. Now, SetApp is the first subscription service for Mac apps. Users get the access to a curated selection of more than 100 apps in one suite at a set monthly rate. Now, if you're looking for an advanced to-do list application or even a GIF creator, there's really dozens of apps that will be able to help you to get things done across your day. Now, SetApp is really perfect for those who need access to apps without having to pay those recurring in-app fees uh, for each of the applications and even those like really high costs for one-off purchases. So the flexibility and access to any of the apps allows Mac users, which you might be, the freedom to download and use any app at any time. So I'm very glad that they're the sponsors. Today we'll be uh, interviewing John and it's going to be a really in-depth interview Um, he talks a lot about how he works on a daily basis. So guys, without further ado, let's dive in with an interview. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Tools They Use podcast. Today we have John. John is the YouTube host of a channel called Simple Programmer. Um, And uh, he has been making videos pretty regularly all about, uh, it's like soft skills for programmers, right? Maybe you can tell us a little more about that. Sure. So, so actually, um, just recently in the last couple of months, I renamed the channel to just my name to John Sanmez. And, uh, and initially I was doing, and I, I still have a business called simple programmer where I'm teaching soft skills to software developers, but now I've sort of moved the channel more to just regular personal development to, uh, just helping people to maximize their potential in life. And so that's, so the channel has been around for, for, I don't know, about, I guess, five or six years. I really started producing videos about two years ago. 
uh, or two and two and a half years ago, like at a very rapid clip. I do about two videos a day actually. And, uh, and yeah, it's, um, it's been fun. It's been quite a journey, but, uh, but it's definitely something that I, I enjoy doing. So. I'll, uh, I'll make sure to clarify that in the, in the show notes. Um, yeah, no, the, the channel is absolutely fantastic. Um, I think that you really balance like such a good range of topics and I'm guessing in programming, um, it's harder to, I, I guess it's not really taught as much is it soft skills. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, that's, it's definitely lower, way lower on the totem pole, although there's been some, you know, I, I think it's changed a little bit. I think people have started to recognize the importance of soft skills as there's been more outsourcing and the technical skills are easier to find. But, you know, I, I think that definitely there's, there's a major lacking, especially when you think about a lot of software developers, a lot of people get into software development because simply because they're actually are lacking the soft skills and the, the people skills because, you know, either maybe they're picked on in high school or, you know, they're like, there's a lot of reasons why people get, get drawn to computers that aren't always good. And, and that, um, that lacking in their life definitely uh, is, is something that affects them later in life. So, you know, by, by learning some soft skills, by learning how to get along with people, by learning these these type of uh, practical, uh, I say pragmatic life skills, uh, it really can help a software developer, help anyone really to improve their career just uh, in general and improve their life for sure. I love it. I love that. That's very specific um, sort of thing that you've managed to sort of challenge with the channel. I love it. Uh, brilliant. So maybe you can tell us, uh, John, more about sort of day-to-day -day routine. How does that look? you at the moment so yeah so for me it depends on what i'm doing i go through phases i kind of go through seasons in life so right now my day-to-day -day routine is is pretty open so i'll basically like this morning i woke up at 6 30 went for a five mile run and um and i'll fast all day long so i won't eat until uh, until like five o'clock tonight and then, um, and then when I get back, uh, you know, basically what's on my agenda is usually to record two YouTube videos. Either I'll do that while I'm out and about, or I'll do that just in my office with the setup I've got here. Uh, I'll, I'll hit the answer some email and then, uh, it depends on whatever project I'm working on. So right now I'm sort of on a in-between project, taking a hiatus phase. But normally what I would do when I'm not doing that is I would, uh, I would manage, I'd go in at the beginning of my week and plan out my week. And then uh, at the beginning of the day, I would plan out the day, like uh, I call it retruing it, right? And I'd, I'll actually retrue at multiple times in the day. Uh, and I'll basically plan out my day into, uh, into Pomodoros, which uh, I use like the, the Pomodoro technique, which is basically like a 25 minute block. Of, of activities and the, uh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll plan out all the activities, all the things that I'm going to do, the projects I'm going to work on uh, for the whole day, assuming I can get like eight to 10 of those done in a day. Hmm. I like that. And um, when it comes to like, uh, like being able to work out the task you have to get done, obviously you mentioned you do it at the start of the day, but how do you like, uh, like what app do you use or do you use a, a physical format? So I use an app called Kanban Flow, which is okay. basically an app that is sort of designed as like a team management app for for agile or Kanban development for for software development. But I use it for my own purpose. Uh, so, so it's very similar to Trello, right? Is it, I, I use Trello as well, but uh, but Kanban Flow um, 
I just found it to work a little bit better. But I, I essentially take the, you know, if you could think of it again, I think probably more people are familiar with Trello. So, um, so I'll, I'll kind of use an analogy here, but it's the same thing. Like if you thought about Trello, um, combo and flow is the same thing, but uh, I divide the, the columns into the days of the week. So Monday through Sunday, and then, uh, and then I'll have like a, a not done or a next week. And then what I'll do is I'll basically uh, make little cards for every single task. And then I'll mark them as either one, two or three Pomodori, right? Uh, how long it's going to take me to do that, that task. And then I'll basically slot them all in there for the entire week. So I know what I'm working on at any given time. That's really, that's really effective. Um, and how do you find, um, the Pomodoro method, do you like use a certain app for that or is it just with a timer? Well, I think that's probably why I switched to Kanban flow from Trello actually, because Kanban flow had a built in Pomodoro timer uh, and that was, that was key because I could just click on the task and then start the timer. So yeah, so I use that and, and I find that the technique works really well. It's kind of interesting. It was, I was very resistant to the Pomodoro technique uh, initially when one of my friends was, um, was really recommending it and because I thought this is kind of dumb. I mean, we're, <laughs> it's like working for 25 minutes and then taking a five minute break. That's not really, there's like, okay, what's the benefit of that? Um, and then, and then two things that, that I realized when I started actually really applying it is one that the, the benefit of it is the focus. Like if you really obey it and you don't, and you don't do anything else and you just focus straight on one task for 25 minutes, there's a huge benefit in that. And then the second benefit, which is actually a bigger benefit, is that uh, you know how when you're, you make a to-do list maybe at the beginning of the day, like a lot of people do this, and sometimes some of those tasks in that to-do list are arbitrary, right? Like you don't know how long they're gonna take, right? And, and, it's, and you don't know, you know, there's a lot of variables that, that can make it so that you don't get to check off all the items on your to-do list, okay? It's, it's, it's very arbitrary, right? But you feel good about yourself if you check off all the items on your to-do list, but you feel bad if you don't. And it doesn't matter how hard you worked or, or you know, you could, you could have a to-do list that, was, that you just happened to be able to check everything off of and you didn't really work that hard. You kind of goofed off and you got it done. Or you could have one that, that, you, that you created that you, that you just weren't going to get them all done for that day, but you worked really hard. You actually put in the effort and you feel bad about yourself because you feel like you didn't do enough work. And with the Pomodoro technique, with, with, with doing that, with measuring things in Pomodoro, I changed my goal for the day. I would change it from not trying to like check everything off of a to-do list, but to say, I want to get down, get done 10 Pomodori per day. And so that's an achievable goal that I can control, right? Because I can control whether I work focused uh, in a focused manner for 10 Pomodori per day. I can't control how long the tasks take, but I can control my efforts. So if I made my goal, instead of making my goal, checking off all these things or getting certain things done, if I made it work consistently 10 Pomodori per day, then I could meet that goal and feel good about myself, right? And it wasn't dependent on these external variables. I, I had all the power within myself to do that. And if things didn't get done that needed to get done, it's just a matter of prioritization, right? Which mm -hmm. I could reprioritize things in the future. So that really worked really well for me because then I was able to, uh, I was able to consistently uh, uh, keep my mood as far as like my, my working 
uh, consistent, right? And yeah. uh, and I was also able to enjoy the time that I wasn't working better, not feeling like I had to, like I hadn't done enough in the day. So, I love that. I never heard anyone do it like that, like reverse the roles of the sort of task versus the actual timer. That's that's really smart. Um, and how how do you go about taking notes in your day? Do you just like um, tally them up in a physical notebook, or is it in a certain app? I've got a couple of uh, things I use. Uh, probably the most common thing I use is on my phone, on my iPhone. I have a, a software called uh, Drafts, and and that oh, yeah. um, that I, I love that because it just lets me like I can automatically. I always used to send emails to myself, and this allows me to take notes and then actually send an email to myself or to you know send it somewhere else. Uh, just just really useful. Or sometimes I'll just leave the notes in there. Um, I also use uh, Workflowy, which is a, a pretty pretty good tool. I, I don't use that as much though because I, I tend it tends to be more useful at my computer. But when I'm trying to make lists of things or planning things out, I'll, I'll use Workflowy for that. So as you can see, John really tries to develop a whole host of positive habits as he goes about his day. And I found this particular process that he goes through a really, really interesting one. So guys, if you haven't checked out Setup yet, make sure to check out Setup because it's available for Mac users and it is a selection of 100 plus uh, apps, curated apps by them in one suite at a set monthly rate. So feel free to check that one out. They're the sponsors for series two. Anyway, guys, let's get back into the podcast. Okay. And do you use it like, for example, when you're like scripting a YouTube video or like getting a general idea of how that will flow? Uh, for, for that type of task, maybe like writing a book chapter or book outline or like outline for a blog post. Um, I don't script out any of the YouTube videos. So I don't typically use it for that. But uh, but yeah, but anything that where I, I feel like a, a list format or you know, nested list is, is going to be useful. Perfect. Uh, brilliant. And uh, when it comes to like organizing your week ahead with the calendar events, meetings, like maybe even this podcast, for example, do you use a calendar app? I just use, well, I have, uh, I do have a calendar app on my phone that, that I tend to like. It's called uh, Fantastical. But I typically don't use that to do the organization. I just use Google Calendar really for the for the organization. And then I use some scheduling software. And then so um, so one of the scheduling software that I use, which actually to help set up this interview I'd use was Assistant.2. It's a Chrome extension. And uh, and that it's, it works in Gmail and that makes it so that you can select time slots and then they automatically get put into the email so that someone can just click to schedule an appointment with you. And I found this is like a lot more efficient. Um, I really love this tool because it's a lot more efficient than a lot of the other tools out there because there's, there's a lot of tools where you can, I mean, with no tool, right, you're going back and forth, oh, what time can we meet, what time, right, and that, that's not efficient. But there's like the schedule once or, you know, there's a lot of competitors to that. Uh, but the problem with that is, is then you send someone a link and they have to click the link and then they have to go to a site and then they have to schedule an appointment with you, uh, which I, I found that there's a high fall off rate, especially when I was requesting people to, that I was trying to reach out to, right? Because mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I don't want to like schedule this. And, and even I found myself sometimes 
not wanting to do it. So um, the reason why I like the assistant too is that it puts that right into the email. So I can select what days I have available or what times I, I want to give them. And then they've got all these options right in the email and they can just click it right there in the email. So my drop off rate was a lot lower. I would get a lot more, especially when I'm trying to interview people for my channel, uh, they're more likely to respond and pick a date when it's right there in the email. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I was really impressed by that actually, because I haven't seen it become in line in an email and I was like, oh, I could just plan it here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very neat. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Um, moving a little bit away from software now, um, hardware, like what sort of uh, equipment do you have? Sort of phone, laptop, PC? Okay. Yeah. So I have, we can start with the PC. I actually built a custom gaming rig from Origin PC. It's this, mm -hmm. it's this, uh, it's a laptop, but I, I kind of regret it now because I, I never, it never leaves my desk because it is a beast, right? So um, I, originally I thought, oh, I'll take this one for when I need like a more beastly machine, but I really don't need a more beastly machine when I'm traveling. Um, in fact, sometimes I travel without a laptop now, but, uh, but it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, the stats on this thing, it's got like, um, it's got like a regular desktop graphics card, like a GTX, uh, I think 780. Uh, it's got like, four hard drives in it uh wow. like two dual rated ssd drives and uh just just a crazy amount of of power um so yeah it's, it's a little bit overkill <laughs> do you do any gaming on it though i do i do i don't do much gaming but i wanted something that could actually handle gaming yeah. uh, you know in, in retrospect i probably should have just gotten a desktop pc for about half the price yeah just, so um, and then I have uh, a Dell XPS uh, 13, which is uh, which is now my travel laptop. I actually use that one for traveling because it's really light. And um, I love that the screen is full bleed on it. So it goes all the way out to the edges. So uh, just a real convenient and, and simple uh, laptop. Fantastic. Uh, not not super powerful, but it doesn't need to be. Um, and then, uh, of course, I've got an, I've got an iPhone uh, 10 that I, that I utilize, uh, and I stick with iPhones just because of the cameras have been so good with the especially with the stabilization, uh, which I, I shoot a lot of video with just with my iPhone. Uh, Trying to think of what else. And then uh, and then I of course I've got uh, on my desk for my video shooting uh, a Canon. Uh, c100 which is like uh it's kind of the 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 workhorse of the like the, the filming it, it's it's not as used as much but it's, it's still uh like a professional grade video camera that i used to shoot my videos now fantastic yeah sounds pretty like a tacky setup there <laughs> um oh and then one yeah, other cool. thing uh ultra wide i've got an lg uh, monitor uh, i've got one monitor but it's an ultra wide and this is this was actually a really good change for me because I'd always had, in fact, I'd had dual monitors for a long time, and at one point I had four monitors, one point I had six monitors, I had, uh, gosh, I had two giant 4K monitors, dual monitors, two 4K monitors, and I've tried all kinds of configurations, but I love just a single ultra wide monitor because what it is effectively is it's a dual screen monitor with not with no interruption in the middle if that mm. makes sense right that's how i use it is i just split the screen and i essentially have a dual screen so it seems to be the most efficient like of everything that i've tried and, and like i said i've tried just about every combination of monitors 
Yes, it sounds like you're sort of day trading with six monitors, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds mad. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, yeah, I've I've been looking at monitors, and it it's sort of like a like. Do you find that you work uh, from your desktop and then sort of separate yourself and go away and sort of pause a minute? I'm not sure what I'm not sure if I understand the question. Like, I guess you know, like when a day finishes. You know, mm -hmm. and sometimes the laptop is around so you can go and use it. Do you find yourself that you separate, that the desktop helps you separate from work a bit? Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. I, I mean, I've got the laptop as well, but I prefer to just like treat it, uh, to, to leave it when, uh, yeah. when, I'm, when I'm done with the, the work. For, otherwise, it's tempting to just like be doing stuff all the time. And, and the stuff that I end up doing when I have my laptop on my, uh, on my lap, right, is is yeah. not highly productive stuff. It's kind of like goofing around on YouTube or on Facebook type of, of kind of working but not really working type of stuff. So it just draws out work. Yeah. And when it on those devices, um, maybe for YouTube and things like that, have you got like three favorite apps that you use to get work done? They could be a range of anything. Yeah, so one of the things uh, we already talked about, which was that Assistant.2, that plugin, that's really, really good. Hmm. Uh, TubeBuddy is what I use for YouTube. Uh, I use both vidIQ and TubeBuddy, but TubeBuddy uh, seems to be uh, really good. What it does is it basically is a an ex Chrome extension, and it's it adds a bunch of stats to YouTube. It's also just you can go to to the site and log in, but it analyzes your YouTube account and it will tell you a lot of information about it, just like a lot more statistics and helps you to sort of figure out, you know, your ranking for keywords and, and, and all of that type of stuff. Um, recently, um, I've started using another YouTube tool uh, called Morning Fame. I think it's in beta right now. It's like morningfa.me. Uh, and it's uh, it, it's even even better with some of the stats. Like it tells you kind of velocity on like which videos are getting the most views, which videos are getting you the most subscribers. So really really helpful tool. Uh, let me see. And then I mean I have to say that LastPass is is up there because I use that tool every single day, <laughs> and it's hard to imagine life without LastPass. So awesome. Uh, yeah. No, LastPass is is it saves your life, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Um, and then maybe outside of work, do you have like three or maybe one or two, three apps that you, you find beneficial? Well, one major one, probably the app I use more than anything else is Audible, which is, um, is uh, for, for audio, audio books. I listen to audiobooks probably about two to three a week. So I, I listen at 3x speed. I love the fact that you can listen at that speed. Uh, and uh, and it still is coherent. So uh, I definitely use that app a lot. I use Strava for my running. I like the statistics that it has on there and keep track of my runs. Uh, and then I use Body Space, uh, which is Bodybuilding's app, Bodybuilding.com's app uh, for my lifting. Which is surprisingly, it's a free app. Uh, iOS, I guess, Android as well. And it's it in my opinion, it's it's the best. Uh, lifting app that there is. I've tried all the other ones out there as far as tracking my lifts and this, uh, this app just seems to be the best put together. So even though it's a little glitchy, but. <laughs> Fantastic. 
And with the, um, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> bear with me a sec. Um, with the sort of like fitness side of stuff, how do you mm. get to, because you're quite into the fitness side of stuff, aren't you? You like to kind of keep like quite healthy and, and quite, you know, um, that's quite an important part of sort of daily routine. Right. Yeah. I mean, some people would say I'm insane. So <laughs> <laughs> how do you, how do you sort of blend it into your week though with doing all of the other stuff? How do you find that works? I make it, I, I kind of make it the high, a higher priority than, than everything else. Right. So it's one of my top priorities in life because I feel like it's the, it's the underlying structure, right? Like it's the foundation. If my physical fitness is not well and, and my mental well being, which, you know, the, the physical fitness both maintains that and also develops the, the discipline of it, uh, then everything else will crumble and fall apart anyway. So um, I just have a schedule and I just have it, you know, and the thing, I guess the key to this uh, for me is that I don't ever make a choice. I don't ever wake up in the morning and say, oh, I wonder if I should go to the gym today or I wonder if I should run today. It's scheduled. I know when I'm going, I know what time, I know how far I'm going. Uh, and, you know, and I know I'm not eating until five o'clock every day. Like I, I, it's not a question. I don't make a decision. Uh, a lot of times, especially with fitness, the, the thing is like, if you make decisions in life, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I've got horrible judgment. <laughs> I make bad judgment calls. So I remove my judgment. Like I don't, I don't want to make judgment calls. I don't, I, if you give me the choice between a salad or chocolate cake, I'm going to choose chocolate cake 90% of the time. So I just pre-eliminate that decision. I just already decide what I'm going to eat. I already decide when I'm going to eat uh, and when I'm going to work out and what I'm going to lift and what I'm going to do and how far I'm going to run so that I don't have to make the decision in the moment. Mm. And do you do that to like the tea, like everything from, cause I know people like lay out their clothes in the morning and things like that, that do you go to that accuracy? I don't go to the accuracy of laying out my clothes in the morning. That's, probably not a bad idea but I, but again i think you know that that would still require a decision at some point that's like unless i had it in a routine that i knew what the routine was like every monday i wear this but uh, i i don't i don't take it that far yet <laughs> yeah no the um and you mentioned there like your sort of mental health side of stuff and i think that's quite important and what how do you sort of like take moments in your day to focus on that on on which on the on on like just mental health like making sure that oh. you're you know like making sure that you don't you know, burn out and things like that yeah i mean that's a tough one that i i think the the way i manage that more than anything else is just through is through phases right is going through uh season, what i call seasons of life where i'm I'm pretty much busting ass a, a large portion of the time, but then I might take a month or take a, a two months and not do much, right? Travel or something like that. And so uh, rather than trying to, you know, manage it on a, on a daily basis, uh, I would say that that's my, my overall strategy is, is that I've got, you know, different things that I'm doing. Like I'm changing up my life uh, so that it doesn't become too monotonous and too routine, even though I'm trying to keep a lot of consistent elements. I'd also say, actually, strangely enough, you know, a lot of times I, I talk about on my YouTube channel that doing the YouTube videos to some degree is like psychotherapy for me because I'm, it, you know, it's like me, it's, it's almost like having a journal or a diary, right? I'm, I'm expressing the ideas that I have uh, on video 
and talking them out and talking them to myself and kind of coaching myself a lot, a lot of the time. So, uh, so that, that helps a lot. You're like, you know, sort of documentary, documenting your sort of life essentially, right? Right. Yeah. Brilliant. And, and do you, do you have a journal on that sort of topic? I don't, I don't, I don't keep a journal. I've tried some of the like five minute journals and those type of things, but I just never found them to be really that beneficial. Um, I've always kind of fought the whole, I've also kind of fought the whole morning routine thing uh, mm. just because it just, it just seemed like, um, I, I guess what would happen with me with morning routines when I tried to do like very regimented morning routines is that, I would feel like if I didn't do the morning routine that I screwed up already and I'd feel like I've got this burden on me that I need to go do this morning routine. And so it would hurt my motivation. I know it's effective for a lot of people, but, uh, but ultimately I try to keep my morning routine very, very simple. Yeah. To avoid like negative starts to the day, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. And what one book are you reading at the moment? Or I listening am, to. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I've currently, there's two books. Uh, one of them, the one I'm reading in paper format is, uh, is, uh, called 12 rules for life by, uh, shoot, I just forgot his name now. Um, Jordan Peterson. Yes. Jordan Peterson. And then, uh, I'm actually just started listening to skin in the game by, uh, Nassim Nicholas Taleb. What, which he's one of my favorite authors his book uh, this is a new book of his that just came out fantastic i'll include um everything in the show notes for everyone who's listening so that they can go away <laughs> and uh download all of these um but brilliant um john where can everyone find you after this podcast well the best place to find me now is just on youtube if you just search for john sanmez on youtube uh you should you should find me in fact yeah that's, fantastic. that's pretty much where i'm hanging out now Lovely, jubbly. Uh, brilliant. Well, it's been uh, an honor to have you here. Um, do you have any final messages, any uh, little plugs that you want to push, apart from going to YouTube? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I think that's, that's it. Just, uh, yeah, check me out on YouTube. Fantastic. All right. Thank you very much, uh, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, make sure to tune in uh, for next week's podcast uh, on here on the Tools They Use podcast. So guys, I hoped that you enjoyed John's interview with me. Uh, it was really, I think a really nice one in terms of adding a layer of self-development, career progression, especially if you're a software developer as well. So guys, uh, let me know in the comments uh, or in on Twitter, uh, at FrancescoD underscore ALES, what you thought of the episode. Feel free to share with your friends and family. Just before we go, make sure to check out SetApp, our sponsor for Series 2. SetApp is the first subscription service for Mac apps, allowing users to get access to a curated selection of more than 100 apps in one suite at a set monthly rate. So feel free to check those out, guys. Um, I think it's going to be really awesome uh, that you do. And if you're still in time for episode one's giveaway, feel free to check that one out as well. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for stopping by. Make sure to come back and enjoy a Tools I Use podcast very soon. But for now, make sure to have a great week, keep productive, and I'll see you guys very, very soon. Cheers. <laughs>